0: Merry Christmas, everyone. Good job. When I was studying for priesthood, you probably don't know this, so the the school where men go to study for the priesthood is called a seminary. And we have regional seminaries in the United States, so not every state has their own seminary. Uh, and so here in Denver, we have, we have a great seminary, it's called St. John Vianney Seminary. And we have men from all over the country who come to, to study there. And it's a wild place, right? You lock up about 120 guys for seven years together with no women. And uh, it's kind of like Vegas, you know, what happens in seminary stays in seminary. But one of the things that happened when I was there is we had kind of culture wars. <laughs> And the culture wars I mean by that, are different states, uh, so for whatever reason, I don 't know why, but i I'm, my best friend and I were labeled kind of as like the Colorado guys. M- we wore Birkin socks all the time, and we loved being outdoors and, and camping and these kinds of things. Well, then there's the Wisconsin guys, right and Wisconsin guys they're great guys, but they like cheese curds and you know, Paps Blue Ribbon, um, God knows why. <laughs> but there were kind of these culture wars, and there, there's men from all over the, the country, and, and wherever they're from, there's kind of a different flavor they take on. And that's a good thing, right? People love where they're from. They have an identity about the place they come from. Uh, <clears throat> the Kansas guys... They refused to call Colorado, Colorado. They called it New Kansas. Um, and so it was, just, it was a fun place, and, but there, were, there was always this dynamic. And there was always a feeling of where you're from says something about who you are. And for some reason, I'm actually, I'm from Littleton, but everyone thought I was from Boulder. And I still get that today. I, I like, I shouldn't wear sandals at mass, but sometimes I do. And people say, Father, are you from a religious order? I'm like, no, I just hate shoes and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I like boulder, I guess. Um, but isn't it true that where you're from says something about who you are? Where you're from says something about who you are. And there, there's really good things in that. And there's sometimes people can put you a little bit in a box. And brothers and sisters, tonight is a sacred night. Tonight is the night of our redemption. It's the night when the Son of God broke into our world. The, the church fathers just say that the Son of God became a son of man so that the sons of men might become sons of God. Jesus tonight becomes one of us. He becomes a member of the human family so that you and I can become members of God's family. Do you know where Jesus is from? Where you're from says something about who you are. And do you know about Jesus? In Christ's time... That's one of the biggest kind of marks against him. People who didn't believe in Jesus, very frequently, one of the things they said is we know where he's from. So in John chapter 7, there's people asking, and they're saying, is this, is this man whom we can see in front of us, who looks a certain way, who has a certain accent, he's from Galilee, It's kind of like being from Kansas, not the best thing. Sorry if you're from Kansas. Who is he? Who is he really? You see, the question of Christmas is the question of the identity of Jesus Christ. And the question of who he is is so closely bound with the question of where is he from? Jesus, where are you from? Where do you come from? In John chapter 7, it says this. It says, people are, are asking about, is this Jesus? Is he the Christ? Is he the Messiah? And in John seven twenty-seven, it says, we know where this man comes from. And when the Christ appears, No one will know where he comes from. You see, in Jesus' lifetime, people said he can't possibly be who he claims to be because we know where he's from. And they said things like, we know who his mother and his father are. Because the question of who you are is intimately bound up with the question of where you're from. Isn't that true in our lives? When in my own life, I know in times when I'm struggling and, and there's, there's difficulty and I, I struggle to kind of know who I am and where I'm going, I know I have to return to where I'm from. From my, my parents, and the people who have mentored me and loved me, and that speaks to me about who Brian Larkin is. Who you are is bound up with where you're from. Everyone in Christ's time thought Joseph was the father of Jesus Christ. But he wasn't. (laughs) Joseph is the foster father of Jesus. It's fascinating, in the, in the Gospels, you know, there's four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And in the Gospels, Jesus speaks so much all throughout the Gospels, and not a single time does he ever call Joseph his father. He never says, Joseph is my father. The only person Jesus ever calls father is God. And the way you answer that question, right? When when you look at Jesus and you ask that question, Lord, where are you from? The way you answer that question either makes tonight the most sacred night in human history or a nice Hallmark card. One of the two. If Jesus really is just another human being, he might have had great teachings. He might have said some really nice things. He might have had some nice things to offer us. So does Gandhi. So does the person who lives across the street from you. Maybe not at at such a level, but it's just another facet of history. But if you're a Christian, brothers and sisters, you answer that question differently, right, and you say, "Surely this man is the son of God." And here's the cool part. Don't you hate being defined? I hate it when people define me. When you become a priest, everyone defines you. You like stop being a human being. I swear, it's like people are. They're like, it's one of my favorite stories. My um, rector in seminary he was at the grocery store one time and he was shopping for groceries and he got to a certain aisle and there was a little kid at the other end of the aisle and this kid was just frozen solid and he stared at father glenn and he just couldn't even move and his jaw was you know on the floor and father glenn was like okay he must be one of the kids from my church and he made his way down there and the kid he just stared at him and he finally looked at father glenn and he said you have legs because <laughs> he had only seen him at Mass with his vestments on. And so he was like, oh my gosh, the priest has legs. We love to define other people, we think we know others. We oftentimes go around the mystery of human life. And brothers, tonight is different. And I just want to invite you into this. Brothers and sisters, whether tonight you are a devout Catholic, whether you're here with a family member tonight or someone who kind of drug you here, this is an important question. Who is Jesus Christ? Where did he come from? Not everyone believed it, but a certain group of people in the first century were willing to give their lives, and they did to say that he was not an ordinary man, but that he came from God. And the world's never been the same since. And here's the cool thing. We love to put people in boxes, but you know in your own life, if you look at your life and you look into your heart, you know that you don't fit into that box. You know that where you come from is good. You love your family, you've had good experiences, you've had people who have loved you along the course of your life's path. But deep inside of you, you know there's something mysterious, beautiful, something that defines definition. And this is the good news. St. John tells us in John chapter 1, he says this, The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world, right? This is Jesus. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not, right? A lot of people did not accept Jesus Christ. It's easier not to, isn't it? (laughs) My friends know, like when life gets hard as a priest, I'm like, I'm done, I'm getting a cool dog and moving to telluride. That's it. I've had it with my parishioners. It's easier not to be a Christian. Jesus makes demands. It's easier not to believe this. But to all who did receive him, he gave power to become children of God. Who are not born of blood nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This is why tonight is a night of great rejoicing. It's not just that something happened in the past, but brothers and sisters, if you believe that, if you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are not defined by where you're from, what your job is, how much money is in your bank account, how attractive you are. If you love and believe in Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. And just like Jesus, there's more to you than meets the eye. There's so much more. People might see you. They might make judgments. They might be negative. But there's something in us that belongs to God the Father. That's what Christmas is about. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that the sons of men might become sons of God. I want to leave you with this tonight. New Year's Eve is coming up, and New Year's Day. And part of what the Gospels tell us, this is kind of the second mini-homily tonight. When New Year's comes, all of us, we love to make resolutions. Right? We love resolutions. This year, I'm going to grow all my hair back and have washboard abs. It's going to be awesome. Um, we love doing that. But they tend to be surface level. You know, maybe I'll save a little bit more money. Maybe I'll be a little bit better in shape. Maybe I'll uh, be in better relation with my family, which is great. All those things are good. What the Gospels teach us is that if you belong to Jesus, if you belong to that child, to the Son of God who became a human being, there's a new beginning. you can start over. Whatever has defined you, whatever your failings are, whatever your sins, there's a new beginning. There's a child, there's a man who broke, or a God who breaks into the world, becomes a man for a new beginning. One of my favorite scripture passages, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. not that you care, it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. So how you answer that question matters. Jesus, where are you from? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> What's the identity of a man who lived 2,000 years ago that some people say rose from the dead? Some people say granted us the forgiveness of our sins. If you're a Christian, and I want to invite you to that, if you're a Christian, and even if you've been one for so long, brothers and sisters, tonight surrender your heart. You are not defined by where you come from, You're not defined by your sins. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. Merry Christmas.